Campfire Chat is an entertainment podcast and you should not attempt any of the acts discussed in the show. Neither Campfire Chat or its presenters are liable for any harm or misfortune that falls on anyone who disregards this warning. episode of this new podcast um, which will feature me myself if you don't know who I am I'm Oliver Rogers uh, I'm a filmmaker you may have seen some of my films I've recently got a new feature film coming out this December it's called The Black Spot on show now a little plug for me here and I'm joined by my friend Dave Darmage Hi, I'm Dave Delvenge, uh, a long-standing friend of Oliver's and have appeared in uh, several of his uh, visual creations uh, I'm a gardener and a general uh, miscreant, really. Uh, yes, Dave Delmage. Yes, long-standing friend of Oliver's. We have some things in common. Not age, but... Um, definitely not age, but we've got quite a few things in common, I think. Um, you may recognise Dave from my short film, Cleet Fernard, where you <laughs> played yourself, didn't you? I did play myself, yes. You did, along with John, who's not with us, and my father, who was also not with us. Yeah, both yeah. of whom, both of whom are not dead. They're just not no, physically not with, with us, us on this episode of the podcast. They may be in future episodes, but they're not here now. Um, That's a good thought, actually. That is a good thought. Yeah. Um, if you'll bear with us, for, please, audience, this for this episode, this is very much a pilot episode, and it may, if you're very lucky, you may hear it. It may not come out. Um, we are just practicing a new podcast, and we hope you enjoy. Yes, and hopefully we will get a uh, rhythm of conversation that will make it easy listening. Exactly. Even if some of the some of the topics may be challenging. Just what he exactly what he said. Um, during this podcast, there will be stories, most of which will be true, I would imagine. Um, definitely none of which you should attempt to recreate or try at home. Um, I can't stress that enough. Um, most of these have happened. To Dave, but they've also happened to his friends. Indeed. Um, which, make of that what you will. <laughs> I think legally we have to save friends for yes. some of them. Yes. Uh, okay. So, should we uh, go on to our first section? Yes. Which is, what happened to you this week, Dave? This week. Well, it's. It's been an interesting week. Since you uh, raised the issue of doing a podcast, I've been listening to lots of podcasts, which have been... uh, Sorry, that's my chair squeaking. Which have been really interesting. But, uh, as I said, I'm a gardener, and I was working in this uh, posh lady's house, well, in a garden, with a massive garden. You say gardener, but are you really a gardener, or is it just, like, self-employed as, like, a hobby? It's... It's pretty much semi-retirement, and it keeps Lovely. me away from the drinks cabinet during the daylight hours. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, a, a public service, in two senses yes. of, of the word. Yes. So, I was down the bottom of this lady's back garden, and it's lovely. The sun's out. It's a really nice garden. It's her vegetable area, and mm-hmm. I was clearing some paths so the poor old deer doesn't slip over. In, in damper weather. But I've been listening to podcasts, so I had my headphones in and was yep. listening to podcasts. Now, this garden's massive, so it's really long. You know, it's kind of like half an acre. And after a couple of hours... Sure I, I know, and the soil's <laughs> lovely. After a couple of hours, I needed the toilet. So I glance up at the house, still got my headphones in, glance up at the house, I cannot see anyone in standing at the back of the house. So I think even if I start pissing now and they come out of the house, by the time they get down here, it'll be back in my trousers. No harm done there. I'm very, so glad, I'm very glad you said pissing because yes. I was thinking of a different sort of toilet. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> not big boy's toilet. This is little boy's toilet. So you have some I... sort of dignity, don't you? <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. So, <laughs> and quite good muscles backstairs. <laughs> so... Um, 
I start to piss, which is fine. Yeah. And I finish just pissing. Great. Give it a shake. Back it goes. I continue crouching down, weeding this path, keeping the old lady safe. I look up after about 15 seconds and the lady and her daughter, her daughter's 60, she looks really good actually for 60, but the lady and her daughter are already there in the veg patch. So so they must have been there all the time. And I looked up at the house, no one there, started pissing, finished pissing, carry on weeding, and that just stood to my left, literally about (laughs) 10 metres away. And, oh, God, they came over to me. Oh, thank to, God you didn't piss on them. To chat. <laughs> to chat. And being terribly English and terribly posh, yeah. none of us mentioned the urination. Did they so, see? Were they in a position where oh, they, they could have seen? Oh, they must have seen. Oh, completely, completely. <laughs> but they must have known that I knew that they knew. Knew. Yeah, yeah. So, but there was nothing said at all. So that was a, that was a strange one, but that's the danger of a podcast. So, listeners or listener or you know, speaking to myself, be careful when you're listening to your podcast. You don't get carried away. Do be very careful. <laughs> yeah, especially listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh, and I said you asked me before we started whether I had a theme or whether this should have a theme. Yeah, and I think the theme of this one should be age. Okay. Right, yes. And and the reason why? being... It, why? Why is a good <laughs> question. Well, well, for many reasons. Yesterday, uh, my wife had a hairdresser come to the house to cut her hair. And a socially distanced haircut. Yes, the, the hairdresser yeah. had one of those massive perspex screens, you know, crazy oh, thing. Oh, yes. Yeah, which, which wasn't a good look for her because it squashed her face. But um, I've always wondered what happens if you sneeze on one of those. Oh, that would be go good. Everywhere. That would be good. Oh, a friend of mine once drank too much red wine on top of a beetroot dinner and then oh. uh, was sick, and that was impressive. That, so doing that behind one of those would be like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> so, so this woman comes to cut my wife's hair, and she's quite slim, yeah. and I took her to be 30 to 40. It turns out she was older than me, so she was like, you know pushing 27 no she was like (laughs) she was mid 50s but boy she looked good especially considering uh, during the course of my wife's conversation with her the haircut took two and a half hours jesus um she said she's got lymphoma and is undergoing chemotherapy which tends to make people look a bit ropey but um yeah poor woman anyway that's 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 a happy a happy aside anyway because they they were in the kitchen for ages, I decided to go out on my motorbike. Yeah. Because it was nice and sunny, so I had a lovely run around on my motorbike, which which was great, and it puts me in a good mood, you know, a bit of adrenaline, and it's it's fun. So there was a big smile on my face. Excellent. And when I get back and park up uh, to add to my um, happy day, there's a couple, a young couple. They must have been fifteen, sixteen. Uh, a male and a female. It could have been a female and a female, or a male and a male, or a you know, uh, who you know, or one of the others and another. Um, two <laughs> two get, humans. Go down that right, whole two day. humans trying to keep it you know modern. Two humans who are having an embrace with mouths, right. uh, mouth to mouth, not other ways. Oh, mouth I see. to mouth embrace, uh, and big smiles on their faces in the sunshine, and it looked lovely, Good. and. Then I realised I'd been looking at them for, like, too long. And they then were looking at me thinking, why is that dirty old man watching us have a snog? Which made me feel really uncomfortable. But it, it, it got me thinking about age. Yes. And my customer yesterday would get on with your dad. She's quite old. I would say she's probably... Over 70, but under 80. She's okay. reasonably physically fit. Uh, she's not overweight. She's got some strange... Not strange. She has some colourful hair. So some purple streaks, some red streaks. So she's alternative in appearance. Hippie. And 
a hippie, yes, yeah. an alternative in belief, which cool. which is fine. And yeah. I, when I go to garden for her, she always talks loads, so I feel bad about charging her for my time because the majority of my time is spent leaning on a spade, talking to her. <laughs> yeah, you know. So I always don't charge her as much as I should do, which is which is fine in my book because I'm enjoying the conversation. Yeah. So one, she pays me in conversation, you could say. Two... Verbal prostitution. Uh, <laughs> verbal prostitution. <laughs> well, that's what got me thinking. Uh, two... Oh, what she's like, no. two she, well, One week, she gave me a pair of old loppers. Right. And, you know, so I took them as payment. Yeah. Yesterday, she gave me uh, edible flowers. Sadly, not smokable, but edible. So she gave okay. me some, what's the thing that trendy people put on their salads? Nasturtions. I right? don't know what trendy people put on their salads, but okay. Okay. I thought you young people were into that foraging and stuff. No, I may be a vegan, but I'm also not an idiot. I put real, put real, real stuff in my salad. Well, not, su- not flowers. <laughs> okay, well, these are flowers. Strangely tasty, though, I have to say. Okay. But she said... Uh, they were growing all over a garden. She said, go on, have a taste. So I yeah. just pick a flower. And as I put it in my mouth, she says, oh, I would check it hasn't got a bee in it. So, you know, oh. luckily it had no bee in it. So she gives me a big bunch of these flowers and some leaves. And then she comes out with this thing that looked like catnip, but is holy basil, apparently used a lot in Asian cooking. Smelt okay. really good. So then she's paying, him, paying me with these flowers. So when I'd finished working there and walked away with my bundles of herbs and flowers and a bit of money, but not much, I was thinking, oh, maybe she would pay me in other ways. A touch of the, you know, Lady Chatterley's lover. I'm the gardener. (laughs) You know, it's all there. I'm tidying up a front garden, if you know what I mean. Maybe you could move on to her back garden. Putting my... (laughs) Maybe I could... Well, she's quite old, but, you know. uh, Putting my seed into her soil. So, I mean, it's, it's just obvious. You yeah. Know, what's what the subtext of my of my semi-retired job? It's yes. kind of obvious. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe maybe she's thinking the same thing. You know, oh, you know, this this is interesting. Anyway, so I get home and all this is running around my head. Yeah. Uh, so I entertain the thought a bit longer, and I think, oh, I wonder what she would look like naked. You know, that's. Yeah. Yeah, so is it fantasy? Is it uh, an unwanted thought that won't go away? I don't know. Is it an illness? Am I a pervert? I Dave, don't know. Dave, can we put yeah. this out? I think so, yeah, <laughs> I think because so. not all of this is true. Will your wife true. be okay with you listening to this? Listening not back all to of this. this is true. Oh, it's going to get worse. Not, oh, all, not all of this, this is, is true. true. That's fine. If, if not all of yeah. this is true, if so, not all of this is true, then that's absolutely fine. Yeah. I told this to want. my friend of mine, yeah. and my friend said what he would have done is Googled old lady porn to see what women of a certain age look like. Right. Now, what my friend said to me was, do not ever do that, because that... <laughs> That throws up some real nasty things. I have to, he had to say some quite appalling things, and you know this is people's grandmothers, and in some yeah. cases, great great grandmothers. I so that's, don't want to be. Th- I don't want to think. No, no, no uh, nor did I. But now my friend can't get some of these images out of his head. Um, right, poor poor friend. Uh, but then it got me to thinking. Well, that's a bad thing. You know, there's probably some exploitation going on there. And, and, you know, we should have a better old age pension if people are doing this kind of thing. But then I thought, it's, well, it's making my pension, friend... It? Sorry? It's one way of earning a pension, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they must buy a lot of lube. A lot of pension must go on lube. <laughs> that's, that's why I know. That's I what my friend por- knows. I wonder when porn stars do retire. Like, what? I wonder what the age is for yeah. a porn star retiring. Well, from what I've seen, you can go quite, you know, almost to the grave, I think. You probably could, yeah. Yeah, or perhaps beyond the grave, you know. Everyone's got their proclivities. I'm not advising that again. (laughs) But then it got me to thinking, one, uh, when I'm too old to garden, if I'm short of cash, maybe I could be, (laughs) maybe my friend could be a silver fox porn star. And also... 
you know, I've been married a long time. It's nice to think, my friend's also been married a long time, so it's nice for him to think, hey, you can still get jiggy when you're, you know, really old. I mean, has like, really been, old. Has your friend been married the same length of time as you, Dave? A very similar. Yeah, yeah very, very similar, similar length of time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oddly, his birthday was on the same day as mine, which is oh. a hell of a hell of a coincidence. As one one hell of a coincidence. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> I thought so. But, but also this thing about is this you know everyone has fantasies obviously. Yes. Uh, well, I, th- I assume everyone has fantasies, but then there's these people who get into like a cycle of bad thoughts like what's the worst thing I could do here and they think about that in a certain situation and then they you know my mind doesn't work like that does yours I don't think so so you don't like catastrophize you don't think what's the worst thing that could happen you know Oh, yeah, sometimes, but I would never look at an old age client and go, oh, I'll know what they look like naked. <laughs> I think that's like something you would do, Dave. My friend did. My friend did. Your, sorry, yeah, your friend did. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I can I can stop that thought process. Maybe yeah. not now. But, you know, so if, if a bad thought comes to me, you know, which occasionally, you know, how your mind works, it does... I yeah. can think, oh, well, I'm not going to think about that. I shall think on more positive matters, yeah. and I'm fine with that. But the podcast I listened to the other day, some people can't do that. Once they get, like, a bad thought in their head, it kind of escalates to a point where they're possibly having an anxiety attack, certainly not um, engaging with the real world anymore because yeah. of all this stuff going on in their head. I, now, I've, that's... Heard, I've heard of that. There's a, yeah. there's a show on... There's a show on Channel 4, I think it's called, like, Pure. And it's about a woman, a girl, who keeps seeing all her friends and family members naked and having sex. To the point where she can't get out of her head and has, like, an anxiety attack. It's oh, a really God. good, it's a really good, like, six-episode comedy series. It's really funny. Um, oh, it's a yeah, comedy? I, I, know, I know what you mean. I thought it was a documentary. Uh, the, the, what I'm on about now is a fictionalised okay. um, series, but it does happen. Yeah, well, I, it was on this podcast, someone talking about it, which it sounded really um, debilitating. Yeah. How strange. How I don't strange. think I'm like that. I think I del- my friend deliberately thought about that fantasy and went mm-hmm. a bit too far with it, and now he's he's fine. But... When my friend goes to work for her again, it's going to be an interesting thought process. <laughs> so that happened to me this week. The motorbike riding, the leering at old women and young women and men. Because I think some of my male customers are also picking up on the obvious symbolism. You know, I've got a... A hose in my hand sometimes yeah. say oh you know so this isn't a sexist thing i think i appeal to all of my customers in in different ways there must be a hole in the market for gardener porn, <laughs> gardener porn. Oh, sure, surely that must i would think that that would exist i'm not going to google it now no don't but no, i'm, you would I'm think never that going would to exist. google and it if again. not what we're doing making a podcast dave <laughs> exactly <Especially laughs> that's where as- the money is as before we started, when I was telling you about my technical issues and lack of camera, yeah. I said I look quite peng, hen, yeah. henge, hench, henge, peng, peng, I know what peng is, but isn't there a word meaning toned that's like hench? I'm henge. not sure. Okay, I thought you Neither of us are very young, so I'm not down with the sure. kids, and I haven't been down well, with the kids I'm... for a while. <laughs> I'm sort of looking quite fit with all the outdoor Good. gardening and a bit of exercise, you know, and I've not been drinking as as professionally as you would imagine, having often met me on holidays. And but, in real life. And in real life. <laughs> but what has gone wrong is I've got what you could politely call gardener's nose. Is that a burnt nose? Well, no, but in the course of gardening, I wear yeah. gloves... You come across a lot of animal debris. Right. Uh, cat, dog, primarily, uh, some unidentifiable stuff. And especially when the weather turns colder, your nose runs. Yeah. So you, you 
inadvertently keep rubbing your dirty glove on your nose. So I've got some sort of nose skin complaint that Uh, makes me look... It makes me look like I've been sniffing stuff. Oh, dear, (laughs) Dave. Yes, yeah. So it's not a good look. Have you contracted fox aids on your nose? (laughs) I may have have fox aids. It might be the new coronavirus. It might be. It could be the second second deadly virus comes from my nose. That would be awful. So apart from the nose, I'm looking quite good. Good. Yes. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Yes, indeed, yes. Yes, gardening, it's a it's a dangerous a dangerous occupation. I never knew gardening oh. could be that dangerous. Oh, and the other you, you know, I've been doing this about five, six years now, six, seven years. And the yes. other day I was gardening and there was a, a mud like object in the flower bed I was weeding. A poo. And everything was telling me that's a poo, that's, that's a, a poo. poo. But I convinced yeah. myself, no, it's just like, it's like a caricature of a poo. It looks too much like a poo to it's be a poo. just some wet mud. Yeah, that's, that yeah. happens to take that shape. So I picked it up to move it. It was a poo. Oh. I was covered. It stank. Yeah. Oh. I, rubbed my, I rubbed my nose in anger. You rubbed your nose <laughs> in someone else's poo. <laughs> and my cat aids, dog aids, fox aids got fox a lot aids. worse. Fox aids nose. Oh, have I told you about the badger's face? No, you've not told me about the badger's face. Okay, this wasn't a professional encounter with a badger's face. It was a domestic encounter with a badger's face. Yeah. So I get home from work and I'm stood in the kitchen. My kitchen window looks down the garden. Mm -hmm. And there's a pale object about maybe a foot square lying next to my upper vegetable patch. Uh, Right. And my wife was home from work and she says, oh, uh, there's a badger's face in the garden. (laughs) Okay, so is that that the thing there? I pointed at the thing and she said, yeah, yeah, that's a badger's face. And I said, well, you know, I best get rid of that because it's not good, is it? No. Badger's face. So I go down there and sure enough, it's half of a badger's face. Half of a badger's face? Half not, half a, not half an actual badger, half a badger's face. Just the face. Like split in half. Yeah, the, well, there lovely. was no sign of the rest of it. But I do know there's badgers in the area. Yeah. So I think what I think what had happened is the poor old badger must have died of fox aids, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell. Sticking its nose where it isn't belonged, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it only had half a nose, so it's hard to tell. Um, but my educated guess is that's another case of fox aids. That's where it all starts. Um, so I think what happened is Mr. Badger or Mrs. Badger had died of fox aids. The foxes had then found the dead badger, eaten what they wanted, and then were playing, you know, playing with a badger's face. Yeah. So I, as you do. I think, as, as you would do. Yeah. And not knowing about the risk of contracting, you know, fox aids, fox aids. from a badger's nose. So I then bury the badger's face about maybe eight inches, maybe a foot deep, pat yeah. the soil down, think that's the badger's face can happily decompose. There's going to be no fox aids risk now. It's fine. So uh, the following day, I'm working again. I come back home. Blow me. The badger's face is back. <laughs> so the reckless foxes, with no care for their own, you know, disease status, have dug it up again and are throwing it around the garden again. Oh, foxes cunts. Well, they are. As well, as, are, giving but... us, as, well as giving you fox aids. Yeah, they... Poor badger's head. Yeah, no, no respect at all. <laughs> but I think, I think they may be getting their own back on me. Right. Because a while ago... Uh, well, we used to have foxes playing in our garden. When we had a Wendy house, there was like fox cubs born under there. And I, yeah. they were all right. We got fox fleas in the house, which was horrendous. And it oh. took us ages to get rid of them. And they're horrible. But apart from that, these are the pre-fox AIDS days. So there yeah. was no risk of that. <laughs> apart from that, I quite liked having them around. One day I come home and there's a fox having a sleep in the garden. Uh, and I think that's odd because it's sleeping in the shade and they tend to like sleeping in the sun. Yeah. So I go down there, you know, walking down there normally, not tiptoeing, and the fox just lies in the same position. When I get up to the fox, 
it's obviously dead. The yeah. poor thing is dead, and it's mm-hmm. splayed out. You know, it, it adopted a long position as opposed oh. to a fetal position, and was dead. So yeah. I think, oh, poor, poor dead foxy. What shall I do about this? I didn't want to bury it, although in retrospect, I probably should have buried it. Right. But, um, so I contacted the council and I said, I have a dead fox in my garden. What would you like me to do with it? And they said, oh, we have a system for this. We'll come and collect it. But if it's not like easy to collect, we may charge you for it. So I said, oh, would it be better if it's in my front garden? They said, yes, it would. Then we, you know, then, then we no charge. We'll just come and pick it up. So right. I had to get the fox in the front garden. So I get a spade, put it under the fox, pick the fox up. Now, the spade is a smaller area than the prone fox. Yeah. So I thought the fox's legs and its little face and its big bushy tail would dangle over the edge of the spade. Right. But no, it was stiff as a board. Oh. Utterly, utterly stiff. Rigor mortis full on. So, <laughs> which I found funny. Because just because of the aesthetic of this, it's quite funny. Yeah. So I walk, I walk it around the side of the house to the front garden. And then I want to get it off the spade onto the front garden. So I like turn around as if I was throwing a discus. And like, whoa, like hoy the spade around. Yeah. And the fox comes off spinning like a frisbee. <laughs> and I don't know what the neighbours thought, because there was a couple out there <laughs> thinking, what is that man doing to that poor fox? Which span and then like landed in the front garden. So maybe the foxes were getting me back for that. The fox uh-huh. aids and the, the badger badness was all down to foxes getting revenge. They are vengeful creatures, I believe. Why do the council want it? I don't know why, why would you? Why would you, why, you should have just like buried it. Why did the council want it? I don't know, but once I went to Sheffield uh, when my daughter was at university there mm-hmm. and a museum was doing a great thing where they have a, an open evening. So yeah. you can go along to the museum at night and they have a bar set up so you can drink while you're looking around the exhibits. Nice. And they had a band. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, is it a pub? Is it a club? No, it's also educational. So it was really good. But the best sort it, of bars. Sorry? The best sort of bars. Educational. The best sort of educational bars, and, and indeed. And alcohol. Yes, indeed. There are soft drinks available, but yes. Uh, but in there was an exhibition just of taxidermied foxes. Uh. Yeah, but they they were in odd poses. Some had bandanas on. Some had like a book in front of them, as if they were reading a book. And it was it was very strange. So maybe that's what the council are up to, keeping or or they're using them to create fox aids. Fox aids. <laughs> that's the sort of thing your dad and my hippie customer, <laughs> who now I know what she should look like naked, would be thinking. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> We've uncovered a new conspiracy. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> well, this podcast has already proved a useful public service. Yes, it has. <laughs> you can thank us all later. Mm, mm. When we lock down again for Fox AIDS. Fox AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> I might get that on some T-shirts. Oh, now I know what tattoo to have. Oh, excellent. I, I started be... Fox AIDS with a we little picture of We were going to discuss that, fox. weren't we? Yes. Yeah. What tattoo to get. Yes. If oh. our listener... Um, has any ideas please send us an email or a drawing for those who don't know dave has not got any tattoos yet no and you are 50 what whatever 50 get nearer the no am i no i'm i'm just not i'm near to 50 nearer to 50 than i am to 60 yes and you've gone all that way without getting a tattoo I know, God knows so how. Our our quest at the end of the by the end of this series of the podcast is getting Dave a tattoo. Yes. So And I I, I, I promise that if, if there is a suitable idea or an unsuitable idea, that that will happen. Well we've got an idea already. Fox aids. Just Fox aids, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well we can print it on T shirts anyway for merch for the podcast. Oh but apparently yeah. There's a thing with tattoo artists in Bristol. Now, I don't know whether this is true, so disclaimer straight away. It's a rumour I heard, allegedly, right. the tattoo parlours in Bristol are controlled by Hell's Angels. How many tattoo parlours? Uh, all of them. All of them? All of them. 
So if you want a a tattoo without buying into this extortion racket, yeah, you have to contact a tattoo artist by word of mouth or whatever. Yeah, and apparently they're very secretive and they don't give out names and details, and then they'll tell you where to come and at what time and all this. And apparently there's this whole like tattoo thing going on in Bristol, which how uh, how bizarre. Yeah, yeah, one I didn't know Hell's Angels still existed. But, um, yeah, yeah, they still exist. Okay. Yeah, I used to sometimes drink in a Hell's Angels pub in Exeter because they were really nice and friendly. Oh, were they? <laughs> they were. <laughs> they were lovely. <laughs> but and there one day, I'd been to visit my uncle who lives down in Exeter. Yeah. Uh, my mum sometimes says he is actually my bi- biological father. I don't know whether that's true, but that's that's for another podcast. But uh, his lovely daughter Nicola, my cousin. And and the uncle and a few other friends were in the bikers pub having a nice drink. And it's getting to like chucking out time, 11, 11.30 back then. Yeah. And the bikers say, oh, we've got a nightclub round the back that we call the bunker. Right. You're welcome to carry on partying in the bunker because that just goes on till you know everyone's too drunk to stand. Yeah. So me, so me and my lovely cousin went to the bunker, and it was unbelievable. Like constant heavy rock, just full of you know greebos in stinky jackets, and we were having a whale of a time, an absolute nice. whale of a time. Yeah. But there was there was drug taking involved i have to say so um it was a long night but god that was very entertaining so yeah yeah the, the house angels i met back then were jolly nice i'm kind of i'm i'm not missing i'm missing pubs a bit uh, but the last few times I've been there, I haven't really enjoyed it because there's mask wearing and you can't go to the bar and it's, you know, it's not the same. Uh, no, no. We should I'm... say we're recording this on in October of 2020. Yes. So yes. we're still under in heavy restrictions, restrictions here in the UK. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not... I mean, there's only one pub I go out to at the moment uh, okay. in my town. The, the, the one I know and love. Uh, no, the one up the oh. road. The one okay. you know and love has gone to shit. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, oh, it's no. Just, well, well it's, it's, it hasn't, it hasn't, because they're just uber, uber strict in there. And oh, okay. With all the lockdown measures, and it's all the soul has been sucked out. I won't, yeah. I won't name names because I don't like yeah, 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 saying bad course. things about the pub because I love this pub. Yeah. But, yeah. I've had many a good time in there, but as I, as I say, even pubs I really adore in Bristol. Yeah. This, as you say, the soul has gone because yeah. of this weird restriction thing. But ugh. as a consequence, we were meeting friends regularly in the park to drink, nice. which was really good. Because <laughs> you know, drinking in the park if you're above a certain age, drinking in the park is not a good look. Uh no, well I'm 22. I think I can still get away with drinking in yeah, the park. Yeah, yeah, and and anyone under the legal drinking age can get away with drinking in a park because it's oh, like of course. It, it of looks course. fun. Yeah, yeah. But but we're we're all like 50s odd. So I would meet <laughs> a, a couple we know in the park. Me and my wife sitting in the park drinking, and it's right by a kiddies play area, which adds to the ambiance. It's fabulous, and there's some like trendy wooden seats you can sit on. So if we were lucky we'd get the seats, you know, because yeah. usually the young people are on the seats and they don't want what well, look like a bunch of winos sat yeah. near them. But the last time we were there, as we turned up, the seats were vacant. So we Lovely. sat on the seats drinking our uh, <laughs> real ale, obviously, and some really good cider. And a bunch of young'uns turn up, some on push bikes, some not on push bikes, yeah. and bravely sit on the seats near us. And I think, oh, you know, good for them not being put off by these old gits having a drink. Yeah. So I start to chat to some of them and they seem nice young group, uh, you know, men and women, nice young people. Mm -hmm. They are clearly uh, smoking the weed because, you know, it's obvious by the smell. You know, they're smoking the weed. I have no problem with that at all. Used to do it myself. You know, it's great. Um, You know, it suits some people, not everybody. But, you know, I think it's a good thing overall if it suits you. 
So that's fine. Uh, you know, I can relate to that. That's great. No problem for me. After they're on their phones a lot. After a while, uh, like three of them get up and go to another area of the park and meet another group of young people. Right. And an exchange takes place. And I think it's a financial exchange. It's a buy uh, and sell situation here going yeah. on, which is fine. Off they go. This happens another couple of times. You know, it's, it's all quite subtle. It's not causing anyone any problem. Yeah. But it was kind of obvious what was going on. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's, that's fine. They're providing a service. That's good. You know, I'm not going to say whether it's good or bad. It just is going on there. Yeah. Uh, but there's, there's no real road. At, well, there's one road that goes into this park, but not fully into it. So there's one side of the park where you cannot get vehicle access. Yeah. And so we're carrying on drinking. These young people are carrying on doing their thing. And then all of a sudden, a police car rolls up. <laughs> oh, and wonderful. You got to see a drug bust. Well, no, the kids, no. fully aware of the sensibleness of doing their business in this particular place, yeah. realise that if the coppers turn up there in a car, we can just leg it to the other end of the park where there's multiple uh, exits. exits. Yeah. So even if they had all of them covered, which they could never possibly do, that would take the police force of, of the whole of Bristol. Yeah. We're going to be good and gone. You know, nice. and there's many places to drop anything you might not want to be caught with. So they all dash off, in the, in, you know, running in different directions or whatever. And the police are calmly walking past us. Obviously, they weren't going to bust them. I think they were just someone had complained and they wanted them out of the park. Yeah. I was worried they thought it was us who had complained, but um, I don't think they would have thought that. And then no, I start drinking in the park. Yeah, I start engaging, yeah, the police. Oh, are you going to bust us with boozing in the park next to the play area? Is this okay in these, you know, modern times? What do you think about that? But they weren't really up for a conversation, to be, on, to be honest with you, Ollie. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, not very chatty, the old copper. No, Disappointingly. Rarely ever are, are they? No, no sense of humour, I think. Well, they have some, they have police humour, apparently, which they? is like beating people up but they have no more general humor in my experience and they don't take to people you know laughing at them um um uh, we went away on holiday yeah did i tell you that we went to hope cove you told me you went away on holiday you didn't tell me where you went or what happened yeah, Hope Cove, which is down in uh, South Devon coast. It's kind yeah. of nice, but sort of a bit full of poshos. Right. We got told off for walking across a golf course, for instance. You know, uh. even though there was a path, you clearly the footpath clearly went across the golf oh. course. But these people were, you know, oh god, not happy with it. So it's so it's a bit posho, but the sea was like. 30 seconds away from where we were staying and my oh, wife lovely. loves loves to swim in the sea right it's a thing even this time of year she was in the sea almost every day yeah. and she's in the sea one day about maybe 20 to 30 meters away from the shore yeah and she we'd seen seals all the time and she sees a seal pop up like mm -hmm. maybe another 20 meters further out and she thinks oh that's nice swimming away there's how a lovely. seal how, how lovely and then like 30 seconds later, she looks up, the seal pops up again, this time about two metres away from her. <laughs> so she said she could see its whiskers, its nice. big penny-like nostrils, and there yeah. was another seal with it. And she thinks, this is nice, but they're they really big, and they've got big teeth, and maybe they might want to see what I taste like and stuff. I could have told them what she tastes like, another podcast. Um <laughs> But she, my friend, not my friend, oh, that gets God. worse. So, yeah. um, but she decides, makes her a bit nervous, so she backs off. But but how lovely. But she comes in really wide-eyed. Oh, this is great. Endorphins flowing. I've seen these seals. Not endorphins, endorphins. I've seen these seals. It was yeah. brilliant. Um, and I remember being told ages ago, it might have been a documentary, it might have been a dream, that right. seals are... Uh, in general harmless to other users of the sea uh, obviously not fish because they eat them but, yeah. but seals have a bit of a thing for people in wetsuits so if you've got a wetsuit on there's a chance they'll mistake you for a good looking seal and then they'll try and you know get jiggy with you 
Oh um, dear. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, my wife was safe because she didn't have a wetsuit because she's hardy. Um, yeah. And the seals were just having a look, I think. But there's a lesson for our listener. Uh, there is. Be careful if you've got a wetsuit on, <laughs> you know, because you can you get, get seal aids. Seal if you wear a wetsuit. Exactly. And no one wants seal aids. It's worse than fox aids. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of mammalian disease in this podcast. Perhaps that's what we should call it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it and in terms of sexually transmitted diseases from mammals. I don't, I don't think I've got this another... Week. <laughs> this week. It's going to be a long week. Oh, I can hear God. my cat now. It wants to get in on the act. Um, our, our, our fish segment. Oh, the fish. Mystery fish this week. Yes. So every week... Here's, here's one of our regular segments, which is going to be Mystery Fish. Every week, Dave, I don't know how much you pay for this. It fish. varies from week to week. Okay, you get a packet of Mystery Fish. Mystery Fish. It's great. This has been my lockdown highlight. You You're go right. online, there's a fish shop on the Gloucester Road. You order 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds worth of fish. Uh, mm. They're the options. And you go and collect it. You have, an, you have the... Uh, functionality on their website to yeah. say how many people you're feeding and your likes and dislikes. This isn't the fish shop that's next to a florist, is it? Next on to a what, sorry? A florist, a flower shop. Ah, it, yes, but now it's moved. It's moved slightly up the Gloucester Road to ah, a bigger premises. That was the most unfortunate pairing of two shops I think I've ever seen. <laughs> I got all these lovely flowers, went to go sniff them, and all I could smell was fish. <laughs> Manky kippers. Manky fish. <laughs> yeah, it does sometimes smell like Captain Bird's Eyes pants, which is a shame. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I get Misty Fish. It You can put in what you like and you don't like. You can even make specific requests, but that would take the fun out of it. So I just say, surprise me. So far, the only things I haven't liked are sea snails, which I said from day one I don't like because they're right. disgusting, and caviar, which must be an acquired taste. But Watch it tastes... Mm, yeah, it's manky. It is just nasty. It's I like, all, I like oysters, you know, I'll eat live things, fish-wise, you know, yeah. I'm fine with it all. But caviar is grim. I think it's the emperor's new clothes. Yes, horrible. Disgusting. Disgusting, yeah, yeah. It's just a, a, a bourgeois conceit. So, so this... What was sorry? In your fi- so what was in your packet of fish this week? Well, two trout. Yes. Okay, not that exciting. No. Two trout. Uh, there were some sardine fillets, which yes. I'll save to eat with my youngest daughter because she loves them, just uh, dusted in seasoned oats mm-hmm. and then fried really good. Uh, two horse mackerel. Right. Which are like a mackerel, but uglier. Uh, often used in more Asian cooking. Two mm-hmm. horse mackerel. And uh, lots of crab claws. Oh, fair play. Yeah, yeah. Which now, I... as, someone, as someone that's a vegan and who's also never tasted fish before, could oh. you try and describe what is the best of those and why? Uh, I, would, like I would say uh, for the fish lover... The sardines are really good because they're quite, they're really fresh. This fish shop is incredibly fresh. So they're a strong, oily fish flavour. Really, really good for you, full of things that are really great for you. Um, so they're quite a punchy fish flavour. Not a bad flavour because they're so yeah. fresh, but it is quite a strong, challenging flavour. Some members of my family won't eat them. Other people really like them. So it's a, a bit marmite in that sense. Uh, or oh, in your case, it's not. It's Vegemite, isn't it? A bit Vegemite. I think uh, I still have Marmite. I don't like Marmite, but I think I can. Oh, then, <laughs> oh yeah, okay, Vegemite then. <laughs> then why bring it up? <laughs> yes. Uh, the trout are very mild. Yeah. Very mild flavour. Uh, quite a nice flaky texture. Uh, yeah, yeah. Trout are trout. They're quite good. The horse mackerel is like. If you were doing a scale, naught being trout, ten being sardine, the horse mackerel are probably coming in at a six and a half, seven in fishiness. Nice. Again, really, really oily, lots of omega-3, really good for you. You'll live long and, you know, your brain will work long. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the crab claws are different. They have a crabby flavour that's kind of great. Uh, yeah, and the textures... How would you describe crabby flavour? Crabby flavour? It's not fishy. It's no? uh, it's it's savoury, but there is a sweetness to it. There's a definite sweetness to right. it. Uh, yeah, it's really nice. What can I say? Oh, it's making me. I'm dribbling on the microphone now. It's it's really nice. It's really really nice. What yeah. score would you? It's quite your... mild. It's um, it's soft flavour. It's got a bit of sweetness. It's got a little hint of the sea about it, but you wouldn't say it was fishy at all. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. It tastes like you've stood on a beach. Oh, fair play. Yeah. So what would you score your mystery fish packet this week? I would, if we're doing it on a scale of 0 to 10, I think I would only give it a 6. Fair enough. Yeah. Because there were no, no super duper surprises in there. No. But we'll it, have it was more a... on Dave's mystery fish next week. Yes, yes, and and people can the listener can put in requests, and I can ask for a specific piece of seafood, and okay, see okay. how that goes. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Mm, mm. Mystery fish, or you know, if we get more than one listener, we could have a game where they have to guess what fish Dave's getting this week. That can be that can be a good. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as as soon as we start getting listeners. Yes, yes. Listener. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm hoping we'll get a repeat listener, one that will actually come back and listen again. Oh, so do I. Well, no, Dave, the dream yes. would be to have like a several thousand listeners that tune in yes, each week. Yes, preferably none of them being related to me by marriage. Yes. <laughs> well, we can only hope and dream. Yes. <laughs> Lovely. Well, that concludes the Fish of the Week then, doesn't it? That's the Fish of the Week section over. Should we talk about tattoos? We can talk about tattoos. And what tattoo you should get. Yes. And do you have any favourite tattoos that you've seen? I know I've got (sighs) favourite tattoos that I've seen. Well, I like my friend Andy Scuzz's tattoo, but that's massive. It's all across his his chest and arms, and it's like a distorted skull. Nice. Which is, is, yeah, it is a work of art, definitely. And down his arm he has Skate or Die... Mm-hmm. Uh, and across his back, he has defiance. Nice. So uh, he's he's got all the bases covered there, tattoo-wise. Wonderful. Although yes. I don't think he's he's got the classic anchor with "I love mum" in it or something. What you want that? I, I love mums. Yours I like because yours are uh, yeah abstract and timeless in that sense. So that's yeah. quite a good idea. For for those that don't know, I've just got skulls and sacred geometry sort of tattoos but um i think the point of this section is at some point hopefully by the end of this series um we'd like to get dave a tattoo yes yes so we need to come up with ideas for dave to have a tattoo acceptable good one we will record it as he's getting it done because this will be his first tattoo ever yes i i imagine i'll be making the occasional squeal as it happens depending on which part of my body it is tattooed we shall see <laughs> well you say that though i think your brain threshold is quite good isn't it yes yes like didn't you once ride down a hill and make a hole in your face and then drink some tea and then didn't notice yes yes i've done that yes, yes. i once uh, lacerated my kidney and urinated what was described Ooh. as a spaghetti bolognese-esque pile of giblets and uh, just carried on partying and drove home with a lacerated kidney. It was, a, it was a bank holiday, so I couldn't see the GP till the Monday. I went to see the GP and said, I think I'm OK now because my urine is mm. not quite as red as it was. She took one look at my urine and admitted me to hospital. <laughs> And they gave me a colossal amount of morphine, which I have to say was excellent. Um, but the place was awful. It was full of old, old dodgers, coffin botherers who were leaking coffin and dodgers, coffin dodgers indeed, and were, yeah. and were dripping on the floor. And it was absolutely oh. horrendous. So I said, "I'm not staying here this evening." They said, "We really need you to stay to keep an eye on you because yeah. this you could bleed out really quickly." 
I said, I'm not staying. This is awful. I only live up the road. So I'm going to, you know, Mm -hmm. sign myself out. Can I have some of that morphine to take away, please? (laughs) Because it was really good for the pain. And they said, no, if you stay, you can have more sister morphine. If you go, we won't give you any, which I found childish. So (laughs) I went home and smoked some medicinal, um, legal medicinal herbs. Good. And felt a lot better. Terrible business. Anyway, tattoos, Um, tattoos. Tattoos. Uh, I believe you've you've seen someone with some interesting tattoos. (laughs) I have. I'll give you my top two tattoos. I would say worst tattoos, but no, there are fantastic tattoos that I've seen in the flesh. In the flesh? It's usually where they are. First one must have been about three years ago. I was on my way to work. And this old bloke walked past me. He must have been mid to late 60s. Older than me, jeepers. Older than you. Um, He was clearly like a punk back in his day. Um, He had a big leather coat on, and he was bald, earrings, all that sort of jazz. Respect. The reason I say he was bald, all (laughs) across the back of his skull... (laughs) Right. ...is... Was the most fabulous tattoo I think I've ever seen. Good quality, and it was very good quality, and it was every single character of the Muppet Show and Sesame Street in full colour. He must have had one hell of a big head. In full <laughs> colour, sorry, in full colour. Yeah. In full oh, colour, they were all beautiful. Cram- no, Dave, they were all crammed together in like one big crowd. Big Bird, Cookie Monster, <laughs> Bert and Ernie, Kermit, Miss Piggy, uh, all that. Count Dracula. Pardon? The Count. The, the guy who counts. Every single one. Fozzie Bear? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, all there in full colour. <laughs> it was the most magnificent thing I think I've ever seen. Damn it. Well, I, I can't have that, much as that sounds and fantastic. I, and I wish, I wish I took a picture, mm. but I sadly didn't. Oh, God. I'm going to Google that after we finish, because there must be pictures of that up there somewhere. I hope, I hope, I really hope there is. <laughs> so, uh, uh, tattoo number two? My tattoo, yeah. So, this was a couple of months ago when it was the hottest day of the year, and I was queuing to get into a supermarket, and a big van pulled up, um, and a massive, chunky, fuck off, what I can only describe as a builder. <laughs> a proper came man, out. a proper man, a, proper, a man's like, man. You look at him. You look at him and wet yourself a little bit. Oh, he jeepers. was one of those scary-looking fuckers. If I was stood next to him at the urinal, I wouldn't be able to pass a drop. That kind of dude. No, okay. no, you wouldn't. Okay. Um, and obviously, being the hottest day of the year, he gets out of the truck topless. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, luckily, he then puts a shirt on, but not before I catch a glimpse at his back and his front. And on his back, he's got a really poorly drawn Jesus Christ <laughs> covering covering the whole of his back, mind you. Oh, a big one, like shoulders, yeah. shoulder to waist. Yeah, a really poorly drawn Jesus. And poorly drawn in that it was inappropriately white, because Jesus is black, clearly. Or... And it looked like a, ch- a child had drawn it. <laughs> okay, well, that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. I mean, it's always good to see the image of our Lord, obviously. That is uh, that obviously. is very yeah. But in that quality, no. <laughs> but then, that was not the best tattoo. The best tattoo was when he turned around and I caught a, p- a glance of his front on his like lower chest to top of his belly. I'm assuming he's Again. he's quite strapping. He's quite a fit fellow. No, oh. no, he had a big beer belly. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God Jesus um, was on his back. So yeah, thank God Jesus was on his back. No one likes um, a stocky Jesus. <laughs> but this tattoo, again, portrait, full colour again, was a lovely JCB digger. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So you could tell he was a Christian builder. Yes, yeah, um, probably built churches. Yeah. Yes, that's, probably did. That's quite the combination. Well, uh, I, I think... I think that is the story of his life in in two tattoos, because clearly the yeah. first one he had was the old digger, because when he was a youngster, like a lot of young kids, clearly. they're into those lovely yellow JCBs. Ooh, daddy, there's a digger. Oh, mummy, there's a half track. 
you know, please, can I have a tattoo? Probably got it done before he was 10. His parents okayed it. And then, because these... A, gyp- a proper gypsy tattoo. A proper gypsy tattoo. <laughs> Hence, it's high quality. And then, um, as time went on, he realised that these fantastic bits of industrial machinery must have been created by a, a bigger mind, a, a super Absolutely. being, a, a omnipotent building-related god figure. And then he turned to <laughs> Manky Jesus. I wonder who the painter the saint of building is. Um, saint, uh, oh God, I don't know that. Usually I'm quite good on saints. You know, Christopher, um, yeah. John, um, uh, Bonaventure. Um, but no, I don't know who the patron saint of building is. Saint, Saint Mortar. Saint um, Saint Bricky, no idea. <laughs> oh, it'll be that guy who does um, the architect thing on the telly. I loathe him, by the way. What's it called? Oh, J- not George Clark, um, the other one, the annoying one. All these people do self builds. They all go over budget, and they try and make a toilet um, out of a reed bed. And their kids pretend to like it, but would much rather be- designs. Yes. Yes, grand design. I don't like him. I don't take to him at all. No. no. Allegedly, he's no. an ass. Is he? Yeah, allegedly, yes. <laughs> my friend hates him, although he has these sex dreams about him. But that's my friend for you. <laughs> that is your friend. <laughs> so, at the moment, for your tattoo, all our ideas are at the moment. Yes. JCP uh, Digger. And the whole cast of Sesame Street and Muppets. You've already been done, though. I want to be. I want to be an original. Want to be original. Yeah, yeah. Well, we need better than that, and we have one whole series to come up with something better than that. Yes. Well, hopefully the viewer, can do the viewer will um, have some ideas. The listener. Yes. The listener. The listener. Yes. The listener. <laughs> <laughs> any any ideas you have for Dave's tattoo? Yes, we're we're, we're open-minded. Them Email them or tweet them in. Um, I'll find links to that at the end of the show. Pictures will be will be accepted. Pictures will be accepted. Good. Um, so yeah, and if and we will record David doing it live. Excellent. Um, once it gets done. Yes, I, I'm fully committed to this. <laughs> I'm glad you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad one of us is. <laughs> uh, so right. Uh, should we round up? We should round up. I think for an inaugural podcast, it's been um, uh, easier than I thought. We've talked across each other a bit, but I think the rhythm of conversation will develop. I think drinking half a bottle of wine before nine o'clock was probably a mistake. I think we've been educational. I think, you know... We've certainly been educational. I, I We were more educational than I thought we would be. Yeah, or flagging Um, up, you know, new pandemics that people should be wary of was was a public service. Be very wary of fox aids. Mm. I think I've Um, I've potentially thrown away a thirty-year marriage, but you know, (laughs) these things happen. There's always collateral damage. (laughs) You mean your friend has thrown away? My friend, yes, my obsessively randy friend who should know better has done that. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, yeah, we've been informative. I think you've had an insight into our personalities, our darker spaces, our lighter spaces. Yeah. I think it's been a worthwhile experience. I feel I've grown as a person. Yeah, I've definitely enjoyed it. I I, I would hope our one listener, listener or yes, or hopefully more listeners will will enjoy it in in times to come, and it'll be a look a, a treasured yes and artifact. If, if you've been affected by any of the issues raised in this podcast, then um, fuck off. I'm speak not interested. Yeah, not me though. <laughs> yeah, don't speak to us. Talk don't to speak to us. We're with, with proper qualifications. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, exactly. But okay. if you need your garden doing, back passage tidying up, front garden, your bushes yeah. trimming, give me a ring. Good. How can I give you a ring? Um, I'm not giving out my number. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's the internet. If you looked hard enough, you could find his number. Yeah. And if you want any fish chat, then I'm I'm happy to help. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep it aquatic. Fantastic. And hopefully in up and coming episodes, we might have some special guests sometime. Yes. It might not just be us two. And we will try and stick to a theme per episode. And, and keep it educational. And keep it, always keep it educational. 
and keep it funny. I, well, I hope so. I've I've laughed quite a lot. I've laughed. Yeah, I've, and I hope other people laughed. I've wet myself. I hope no one's been offended. <laughs> oh, I hope people have been offended. Otherwise, what's <laughs> well, the <I> point? <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely. Right. Well, well, I've been Oliver Rogers. I've been uh, Dave Delmage. And we will see you next week. Keep it real. Keep it real. Take care. Bye. Campfire Chat has been a Wet Ho production. It was hosted by Oliver Rogers and Dave Dalmage. Edited by Oliver Rogers. You can email the boys at campfirechat at yahoo.com. Goodbye. <laughs>